three people. Ma'am, what's the problem? Are you injured? Three people. Three people are dead. Did you say dead? What is up, y'all? My name is Matt, and welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where each week we review two movies, one of a franchise, of your favorite franchises, and then I personally do one of a genre, and we do a genre a month, and at the end of the month, I do a top 10 list of that genre. So, this month is obviously scary season, it's horror, because of Halloween, right? So, I'm doing horror in review. So far, I have reviewed Pet Cemetery 2019, Jeepers Creepers 3, and The Devil's Rejects. This week, one of my all-time favorites, The Conjuring. And then next week will be our last movie review for the month of October, and it will be the original Children of the Corn, as requested by Eric Hernandez, one of our Patreon supporters. Shout out to our Patreon supporters, Carmen Edmonds, who is going to come on the show at the end of the month, and she's going to do a top 10 list as well for horror movies. She's watching, she's been watching a bunch of horror movies with me, and we are going to top, we are going to talk our top 10 list. Also, shout out to Sharon Petrie, another supporter of Patreon. Just to knock out some housekeeping before we start, patreon.com slash two game. You can become a Patreon subscriber for us. And then there are three tiers, $5, $10, and $20 tier. There's different benefits for each tier. But you can get this podcast and our other podcast, the two-game podcast, ad-free. So go to patreon.com slash two-game and consider supporting us there. And then also uh, November is going to start a new month. So that means a new series for me. I put it on Patreon.com to for them to vote. It was 90s action movies, cult classics, or stoner comedies. Surprisingly, no one voted for stoner comedies. I'm not sure what's up with that. I'm hoping I can review that genre eventually. But it was split down the middle. Uh, half our, our supporters voted for cult classics. The other half voted for 90s action. I put it on Facebook to get a vote. And I kind of just made an executive decision. I'm going to do both. But for November, I'm going to do 90s action movies. Now, the caveat with this series, with the series that I do, it has to be on streaming apps. You have to be able to watch it through various apps. If I have to go out and buy the movie, then we're not going to review it. So, let's jump in to The Conjuring. Overall, fucking love this movie. It is one of the all-time greatest movies specifically horror movies and I think it's one of the scariest movies I get scared with it every single time I watch it okay it it does a good job of building that tension throughout the movie and I'm not sure if I've said this before even when you know a scare is coming that is the perfect definition of a scary movie you know you're about to get scared and you still get scared that is a perfect scary movie, in my opinion. So, overall, just absolutely love this movie. It's I can rewatch it all the fucking time. 
Just the characters are good. Just everything about it is good. And it's creepy as fuck. Okay, guys? And not everything in this movie is jump scares. A lot of it is just freaky as shit stuff. The fucking tree in the backyard where they got hung. Oh, my God. That, the tree looks fucking creepy. And it's not a real tree. They actually built that tree. But just to list off some fun facts for this movie, they're not a whole lot, to be honest with you. Most of the fun facts are stuff that happened while filming, you know, freaky shit that happened. And, I mean, you can go look all that up. I'm not going to sit here and bore you to death with, oh, this person had a freaky incident while filming and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's a fucking scary movie. It's hard to tell if any of that was real. So, this was released on July 19th, 2013. With a budget of $20 million, it grossed $319.5 million. So, basically... I would say anywhere between a $280, $280 million profit to $300 million, which is pretty fucking good considering how inexpensive this movie was. The film contains no sex or nudity, little profanity, tame and mostly bloodless violence, yet received an R rating, and it was mainly because of how fucking scary it was. I mean, I didn't realize it at the time until I was doing the fun facts, and I was like, yeah, I mean, there was not a lot of gore or any of that. It got R-rated just on sheer terror alone. And also something that's you don't see it very often anymore. This movie was shot in chronological order. So as the movie unfolded, that's how they shot it. Normally, they, they go to an area, they shoot all the scenes, and then they go to another area, shoot all those scenes. So it's jumbled up, right? No, they they shot it as it was in the script, which was pretty neat, I think. So this movie, if, spoiler alert for future references, this movie is based off in the 70s, basically uh, the house has a bunch of deaths in it, and it's obviously haunted. And basically a witch owns, not owns land, but she has cursed the entire land. And this family moves in. I mean, that's a cliche of horror movies. New family moves into a haunted house. The The family moves in. And then they start noticing things. The wife actually starts getting bruises. And they actually explain this in the movie. The three stages of possession. The, basically, the ghost starts... The spirit, demon, whatever, starts wearing you down mentally and physically. Which makes it easier for them to possess you. And I really enjoyed that backstory into Possessions. Full disclaimer, I think Possession movies are my all-time favorite style of horror movies. So, just take that for what you will. This movie, set in the 70s, like I said, it sets up the Conjuring universe. So, Annabelle, uh, The Curse of La Llorona is also part of this universe. The Nun is also in this universe. The Nun is actually in... Conjuring 2, so just FYI, if you want to watch the, I guess the prequel or whatever is The Nun, but I just, I love the fact that they're building a universe out of this, and yeah, the Annabelle stuff is kind of like, they kind of take too long with the Annabelle stuff, and I, I understand why they're doing that, but 
it does kind of take away from the tension of the movie. Like, you're doing this over here, and then all of a sudden, oh, Annabelle. And it's like, yeah, well, I want to go back to the haunted house, okay? That was some freaky shit, okay? Save the Annabelle shit. Yeah, you can name drop it at the very beginning of the movie like they did, but don't go back to the Annabelle stuff in the later portions of the movie. I'm not here for Annabelle. I'm here for this fucking house. I love that, you know, when the Warrens get there, they're doing research, okay? They're doing detective work. They're trying to figure out, hey, is this a real haunting or is it not? I love that fact of that movie. It really sets up the movie with showing the progression of the haunting and how it affects the kids and the wife. Maybe a little too long. I stand by the fact that a horror movie should be an hour and a half to two hours long. I don't think it should be... There's not many good horror movies out there that are longer than two hours. But, I mean, it takes an hour to start the research into this house. Okay? I mean, they... It was a slow build-up. That's probably my only issue with this movie, is it's kind of a slow slow build-up. But, at the same time, it's an enjoyable build-up. The sound design is absolutely amazing. Uh, It's one of the best sound designs in a movie that I've ever heard, specifically in a horror movie. I'll go with that. Specifically a horror movie. The music is decent, specifically during research and the setup. I love that they explain all the different things and tools that they use. You know, they're like, oh, this does this, this and that. And so if a ghost comes over here, it'll catch it. Like when the little girl walks up the stairs and they're like, why is she walking up the stairs? And it starts taking the pictures. Well, that's because there's a ghost behind her. I do hate, I think it's a dumb moment when Lorraine touches the beach picture and she says, oh, that was a nice day at the beach. And Karen's like, how'd you know? It's like, the picture is y'all at the fucking beach. Like, what the fuck, you know? It's just, it's it's a minor nitpick of the movie. I just, I find it dumb. I could be the only one, but, you know, whatever. And as good as the movie is, it still has cliche horror elements in it. But, but, they take those cliches and they kind of turn them on its head throughout the movie, which is really refreshing. Like when they're outside doing laundry, Okay. Now, normally, you'll see the wind blowing or something. You'll see them in a mirror. And they do all that shit in the movie. But what I thought was really cool was the laundry scene. She's out. There, Lorraine is out there doing laundry, and the wind blows. And, you know, a lot of times they're like, oh, that's the sign of a demon or whatever. The wind blows. What the fuck ever, you know. But the sheets blow, and then it forms the figure of a, of a demon, and... That was that was that was pretty fucking cool. I I really enjoyed that that part of the movie. It was really creepy. The possession scene, um, fuck that, made me feel made me feel gross. The the maid scene where he's walking through, I guess the laundry room or whatever, and the maid comes out his left, bruh, scared the fuck out of me. I was watching. I was watching this on the ambulance. Uh, we had a third rider, so she was up in the front driving, and then Nick was up there teaching or whatever. And I was in the back, and I was screaming like a little bitch. Not gonna lie, this movie gets me every single time. It never fails. And then the scene where the witch finally shows up and goes into Carolyn, possesses her, gave me chills. 
Like, the sound design, the acting, everything about that scene was just great. So, overall, I absolutely love this movie. It's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. No spoilers for my top ten list. Okay, guys? Not going to do it. I'm going to save that for that episode. And I think James Wan, who's the guy that directed it, he did such a great job of, like I said earlier, you know you're about to get scared, and you still get scared. Like, the maid scene I had talked about just a second ago, like, you know he's about to walk up on something, and it's going to scare him, and they still find a way to fucking scare you. And that is how you make a very good horror movie. You love the characters. Ed and Lorraine are just perfect together. The chemistry between them two are really good. And yeah, I do have a little bit of nitpicks, like I mentioned earlier. The Annabelle stuff kind of drags on too long. The beginning kind of drags on a little too long. But overall, I mean, this is a fucking great movie, guys. I'm going to rank this movie on a scale of 1 to 5 Annabelle dolls. I give this... Five Annabelle dolls. Yeah, I do have those little nitpicks. But overall, perfect fucking horror movie. I can watch this all the time. I usually watch it at least once a year on Halloween. And just overall just love this movie. I think out of the two, out of Conjuring 1 and Conjuring 2, this is obviously the better one. Conjuring 2 is really good, is really fucking good as well. But... There's issues with that movie. There's more issues with that movie. And it's kind of the same issues with this movie. But they just kind of like elevate it in the second one. So overall, absolutely love this movie. I advise you to go check it out. It's one of the best movies. Best horror movies of all time. So go to our Facebook page, uh, Two Game Podcast. And let us know what you think about The Conjuring. Drop me a top ten list of your horror movies. When Carmen and I do our top ten list, maybe we'll... uh, We'll throw yours out there and see, kind of compare our list. I think Carmen and I, we have a couple of movies that might be on there the same. But the great thing about horror movies, there's a bunch of subgenres. So it just really depends on what your taste is, what you prefer in a horror movie. Pretty much all mine are going to be possession type movies because that's kind of what I, what I gravitate towards. So uh, our next review will be The Children of the Corn, honestly, I've never seen that movie all the way through. So it'll be a first-time watch-through. So I will see y'all next time. Y'all take it easy.